All right, hello, podcast. So welcome to the Construction Corner Podcast. I'm Dylan, I'm your host, and uh, for this podcast episode, I am doing this in the mobile studio. Uh, I've been traveling. I just wrapped up the AEC Next and SPAR 3D conference in Anaheim, California, and uh, flew to Chicago, so now I'm driving. It's really early in the morning, but I wanted to, to get this out while I'm still fresh, while all the thoughts, the good vibes, everything that went on at the conference is still uh, in my head, and wanted to relay that to you. So if you've ever been to any conference where new technology shown, and you go, you see all the new stuff, the new gadgets, the developments, everything that's going on within your industry, whatever that might be. Um, obviously, if you're listening to this, you're probably in construction. So something like AC Next, Autodesk University, um, or any other trade show that you might go to, uh, there's so much technology that comes out that you're super excited about. I mean, like pumped. You're this is going to change how we, we do everything. We're going to be so efficient. Or if you look at like SPAR 3D and AC Next, there was a lot of laser tanning, scanning technologies where you would, you know, 3D scan a building. It would automatically generate a Revit model based out of that from the point cloud, uh, somewhere tied to schedules. You could see if things were done. The HoloLens was there and you could walk through a building and check mark all the stuff that's done in the HoloLens and all this like crazy stuff. So you're, you're super pumped. You go to these conferences and what happens most of the time, uh, and I've experienced this before in other conferences that I've gone to super excited about what's going on. And then what happens is you get back to the office and because no one else was there with you, you were the technology guy, the evangelist, the person that, you know, cared about improvements or seeing the new thing, uh, but no one else went with you. So you get back to the office and now you're trying to convey all this energy, all this technical stuff without seeing the presentations or being able to convey those presentations, you know, from the people that gave them or you don't have the demos or anything else. So conveying it to the principals, the decision makers in your company, uh, sometimes difficult just because, you know, they weren't there. They didn't have that same experience and same energy level uh, that you had. And more than likely, you're the, you're the technology guy. You're the person that uh, is enthusiastic about seeing all this new technology. But you're not the business guy. You're not the finance guy. You're somebody that's passionate. That's getting the job done. You know, kicking ass and taking names. And within that, you need to basically present that business case. You know, how are we going to get management to buy off on on getting that software, buying that 3D scanner? Um, some companies are really great about that. They're really great about, Hey, you went, you saw it, you know, we trust you and, uh, let's give it a shot see what happens. Um, but really aren't necessarily following up on it and, uh, it might die. So while some of it ends up being really good, there's then portions that, uh, maybe aren't so great because now you have to prove that it works, uh, without, you know, full buy-in They're giving you a shot, but okay, let's prove it. And, you know, maybe you're on other projects, you need some other help, that kind of thing. So it's always really, it would be best. And this is uh, what I encourage everybody to do, but encourage and try to get some of your principals of your firms, 
your your owners, your upper management to attend these conferences with you. Uh, maybe they go to the same speaker sessions, maybe they don't. And then you walk the floor together and you see different sessions, different things. And then you walk the floor and see the technology together. Uh, totally up to you and how you uh, approach it, but definitely walk the floor together. Uh, that's so, you know, be able to bounce ideas off each other as well as, you know, now you're experiencing the new technology, the innovations, the gadgets, uh, all at the same time and can see it, you know, see the reaction of your management, um, during those presentations and demos live. Now on the, the presentation side, there, there might be different things that you each need to go look at. There's probably some management sessions that the management uh, team should go to while uh, the more technical aspects and like data-driven things or whatever uh, your expertise is, uh, you should go to those sessions. So when you're at these conferences, it's crucial to one, bring management with you. Uh, super, super important if you if you can, mainly so that they can, they can get that same energy. They can feel what you felt at that conference. They can absorb all that. They can have the conversations with other industry professionals. They can do everything that you did at that conference versus them just hearing it secondhand from you. They're worried about email. They got four things going on, a client meeting, a phone call, you know, emails coming in. They're distracted. They're in the office environment and they're, they're so used to their day in and day out that it's hard for them to disconnect where when they're at a conference, this is true for anybody. When you're outside of your normal environment, more disconnected, you're paying attention to what's going on. You're in the moment more so than when you're in your typical normal routine where you're just kind of going through the motions. So very, very important to get them there. But if they're not, if they did not go and you're just like me, well, since I own Cowboy Studios, my own company, and we were presenting at the conference, uh, I could be excited. I, I had a brain dump of 20 plus ideas. Some are just truly golden if I can really pull off some of the partnerships that I need to make them happen. But so for me, like as the owner, I get so excited. And now, you know, can really, I found two or three different use cases for Cowbunga Studios and Surfboard and what we can do with it uh, for, for owners. One use case that we added actually was in putting together as builds, which I had never thought of before. So if you take a 3D scan of a building, a Revit model is automatically generated from that point cloud scan. Now you need to, you know, put in all the lights, the outlets, the switches into that Revit model to then uh, denote what's going to be demoed or removed. It's really easy to use surfboard now to populate that Revit model. And then on top of the point cloud to then you know, move devices, delete, add or move change versus, you know, starting from scratch. So another a great use case for surfboard that had I not really talked to other industry professionals and so many in such a short period of time, I don't know if I would have come up with that use case. Uh, and then I thought of some other great ideas on uh, development uh, pieces for surfboard and how we can become more beneficial to uh, not just electrical designers, but contractors and uh, other construction industry professionals. So for me, coming out of that as an owner, and this this should give you the level of, of excitement uh, moving forward, you know, that I'm going to put more investment, more dollars into 
to develop into different things uh, because of this conference and because of the, the excitement, the technology, the industry professionals that I'm around. And this is why, again, why environment is so important. By getting an environment, by being excited, by being um, ready to, to take on the next piece and having that mindset when you're going into it, right? If you're going to a technology conference, you know you're going to see new things. You know you're going to experience new innovations and people that really care about what they're doing. You know, they're passionate about their piece. You're, you're meeting co-founders and owners and the, the technologists behind it, not just the sales guys. You're meeting people that really are passionate about their product, they care, and that want to see it out in the world and succeed um, really by making customers succeed in, in their own right. So, so important uh, to bring your owners with you. As you can see that I'm so excited as an owner to, to know the new developments, the new products, the new processes out there, and how it's going to benefit me and my firm moving forward. So, all right, they're not in the room transmitting that energy First, take a day, put the business cases together, you know, not just, oh, I saw this great stuff. It was fantastic. Okay, let's, let's get down to it. What does this actually do for us? What does this do for me as, as an owner of a firm? You know, how is this going to benefit the company? Uh, what's my return on investment look like? Okay, that saves me time. Great. Now, what do we do with it? You need to find places to put that in. We have this same uh, thing with surfboard. Okay, great. It saves me a bunch of time. Now what am I going to do with the time? Um, <laughs> the answers that I give as the owner of surfboard are in Calabunga Studios. Okay, you saved a bunch of time. Now you can do the professional development that you've been lacking on. Now you can have those owner meetings. Now your senior team can take the junior engineers out into the field because they have the time. They're not worried about getting documents done and put together. Now you can, you know, okay, see more clients, get more, one, get more projects done. You're not worried about the projects getting done. So junior engineers can now have more training so they can develop faster. So then you can get more clients because they develop faster so they can now talk better to owners and do it on their own and go out on their own to earn more work which means you're going to grow as a company because you're getting more work because you have more people doing business development for you in the field because they understand what they're doing all because you saved a lot of time on projects uh, over time, right? You see that, how that progression works. It's powerful and important, but it's something that you have to lay out for your owners. They're not automatically going to get to um, that place on their own. Some of them might, some of them might get there, but it's our job as evangelists to an evangelist of our technology, of our mission, of improvement, of doing a better job. It's important that we spread that message. It's important that we show what's possible. So, okay, great. Uh, a technology like 3D scanning. Why is that important? Well, now we can document the progress of a job site, you know, daily, weekly, monthly. Uh, if we have our own scanners, we're able to do this. Some uh, There was a booth next to me, Reconstruct. Uh, they did it with uh, 3D camera uh, that reconstructed a point cloud. So very cheap uh, camera, you know, maybe a $1,000 camera and 3D camera from Garmin. And from there, from the photos, from the 3D, well, it's 3D video. From the 3D video, they were able to extract a point cloud, which then can be pushed to scheduling software. 
And now you have a third party to document all of that that's stored in their cloud and process. So if you ever have a dispute or anything else, you have video from walking the job site once a week. So now you know that, hey, this is what we did. Every week we had video of everything that we went through. Therefore, you know, if you have a dispute to say this was or wasn't done, well, now you have video um, that you can go back through to say, hey, you know, on this timestamp that was uploaded to the cloud, uh, you know, this, this, and this was not done. That could save you millions of dollars for a small investment. Things like that, very, very important. If you've had a lawsuit or a dispute on a job site and you're a general contractor, this is a really simple way to do it. To document it via video, you're walking the job site, you're doing that anyway, you strap a camera to your uh, forehead, very, very easy to do. So do the business case, right? Figure out what your, your business case is and then you're able to show that to your management team so that you're then able to get the software and the products that you need to do the jobs that you want. Very, very easy thing, but it does take some thought. It takes some time. It takes really going through what you're doing, why this is useful, not this is cool. Okay, great. That's a starting point that shows you're passionate and enthusiastic, which you need to sell your case, but you also need some logic, right? We need the emotional piece. We also need some logic and then the business case. You know, why does this financially make sense? It's a time saver. Okay, great. That, that helps us so much to do a lot of things. And with that time savings, now we're able to, like I said, we're able to put more people on the field, which, you know, will down the line lead to a lot more work, which makes us a profitable firm and we can grow all that in-house, right? We don't have to hire any more people. So now we'll save on hiring costs as well. You, you lay out all those pieces. Now it's a very compelling case and why you should buy that. You can put some return on investment dollars and some of that you might not have like the best idea of what that return on investment is. Some of it, it might be an insurance policy, like doing the 3D uh, photometry video into a point cloud for, you know, the duration of that project. So if you spend a thousand bucks a month <clears throat> over a 16 month project, so you're spending $16,000 to potentially as an insurance policy, as well as a scheduling tool to save you millions in lawsuits, right? To be able to document easily, effectively, <clears throat> and efficiently uh, all of your job sites and save it safely in a third-party offsite uh, facility. So is that $16,000 worth saving millions? Some people, yeah, absolutely. That's a great deal, right? Great, great deal. Other people, they're, they're going to risk it, right? It's like not taking the car insurance at the rental car place. You can probably get by with it, but, you know, is it worth the risk? So totally up to you. Maybe the car insurance one isn't the best example, but it's totally up to you and how you view pieces like that. So go to conferences. You're excited. Take some time. Write it down. Be methodical. Make some contacts before you go to your management team back with that company. Hey, I'm trying to or would love to go to my management team with this. You know, do you have any case studies? Do you have any white papers? Are there any other industry insights that I can use? Customer testimonials. Uh, what other uh, pieces can you give me that I can go to my management team with 
So it's a very comprehensive package and not me just saying, hey, this is great, we should use it, right? Again, being very comprehensive, doing your homework, showing your management team that you put effort into it, that you you cared enough to put some time, effort, and energy behind it, not only going to the conference, not only giving a presentation back to the company when you come back or reporting on it, but also, hey, this would be very beneficial to us as a firm. This would be very beneficial to what we're doing, the you know strides that we're wanting to, to make as a company, and I think that we should use this. So again, very powerful in taking that time, taking that effort. It shows uh, owners that you care. It shows management that, hey, oh, maybe we should actually look at this, you know, Johnny took a lot of time to put this together, Sally, and, you know, we sent him, we spent the money to, to send him out there, you know, spend 5,000 bucks, you know, a grand on the ticket, uh, 500 bucks or a thousand bucks on a plane flight, you know, 500 bucks on hotels, another 200 bucks on food, you know, and they spent some money to, to send you to the conference, you know, so they, they've already invested in you to put you there. You know, it took time away from work and billable hours. Uh, not that we're not always billable. Most of the time we're salaried, but uh, you understand the point that, it, you know, it took you away from work. So now you got to make up those pieces. You're probably still answering emails and everything else because you're a great employee and you're on top of your stuff. So, again, they trusted you enough to go out there to come back with great uh, input and in doing so. It's the least you can do to spend a little bit of time. And if you did it each night after the conference or took detailed notes written uh, during each session, things like that, that you're then able to share back to the team. Hey, we found this. These are the notes that I took. Uh, I'm still going to look into it. We're going to follow up with them and I'll have more for you. So you give them those teaser trailers, right? (laughs) You see see a bunch of those out. Uh, So I got engaged recently. And we hired our first videographer and they have now these teaser trailers for your wedding. So you can go and film not just engagement photos anymore, but you can go and film a uh, wedding teaser uh, deal or an engagement teaser, whatever. Say, you know, wedding coming next week, all for Instagram. So (laughs) very or or like the videographer send you a little like 30 second teaser before your wedding video comes out so you can play that before you upload your wedding video to like Instagram TV or YouTube. So um, a little aside on the teasers, but it gets people excited, right? It's just like a movie trailer. It gets people excited and want to now see the real thing and that you're, hey, I'm updating you in real time. I'm taking the energy to do this. I thought of you. I thought this was important to, and send it to like that, you know, director, right? So if it's uh, a talk on higher education, send it to the the higher education director, right? Send it to that studio director. Or if it's your development, if it was a talk on, you know, apartment development or land development, send it to the d- director of development or somebody that would be interested in that type of work or pursuing those types of companies or maybe even the speaker was a great contact that they should be in touch with and that you can get them, hey, I'm gonna, I'm reaching out to them. Now, we just finished the talk here, my notes. Um, we're gonna reach out. I'll try to set something up you know, for next week when we get back. Um, but we just wanted you to, to be briefed a little bit ahead of time and uh, we can talk when I'm back in the office next week, right? Really simple, easy email. Here's my notes, see attached and gives 
you know, thinking about you thing. And, and people just love when someone's thinking about them, right? When you're reaching out with some strategic, actionable intelligence on a given product that is relevant to them, to their work, to their clients, to their success, it goes a long way. So I know I've been a little long-winded in this uh, talk, but I think it's just so important to realize what we can do coming back from these conferences. We get so much energy out of them. There's so many great things. Had such great conversations. My voice is basically shot from the week, and I wanted to, to tell you guys what my thoughts were, what we can improve on as uh, an industry and really as conference goers to come back and adopt the newest stuff. Sell it to your team, have fun at those conferences, make the contacts, get the business cards, reach back out, follow up with them, set those meetings. Super important to the longevity in life of uh, you, your firm, and really just the whole adventure of learning and seeing new things. So I hope this podcast helped you. I hope my audio, my late night uh, ramble in the mobile studio helped you to do a little better and gave you some actionable information once you attend your next conference, wherever that might be. And uh, if you're an electrical designer, engineer, a general contractor that needs to do as-builts on any commercial building after you've done a point cloud, uh, feel free to reach, reach out to me, Dylan at Cowabunga Studios, K-O-W-A-B-U-N-G-A Studios, S-T-U-D-I-O-S dot com. And I would be happy to, to share uh, my information. Just mention that you uh, heard me here on the Construction Corner podcast, and I'll, uh, I'll hook you up with, uh, with using Surfboard and help you on your next project. So with that, I bid you adieu, like, share, and comment, rate, subscribe, all that great stuff with all your podcasts, and especially this one. Uh, We only accept five-star ratings, so hit us up. Thanks for listening. I'm Dylan, your host. Have a great night.